Mountain Wedding Talk, your weekly go-to for inspiration and education for your beautiful Rocky Mountain wedding with your hosts, Patricia and Erica. Ta-da. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Welcome back. Happy Wednesday. Yeah, happy Wednesday. A little slow start for me. Sorry, you guys. Um, but I'm so excited you guys are here. I should say everyone instead of guys. Sorry, I'm learning all of that too. Um, but welcome to Wedding Talks. And I am Patricia. And I'm Erica. And we're here to talk about, oh my gosh, choosing your venue up in the mountain areas. Yeah. So we have so much to share yeah. with you. Can't wait. Yep. So we're going to talk a little bit, um, uh, look at some venues in the mountain regions, uh, what we have, what we don't have, and what you need to know. And if you hear things in the background, my dogs are playing. So that's just <laughs> welcome to my house. Yes. And welcome to me in regards to the new microphone I might be using. Yay. Not sure how I'm up, but you know, we're giving it a whirl. And, um, and we're here today to help you find that perfect venue. But first of all, I'd really like to get in um, to the beginnings of choosing a venue. One of the key things is, of course, your guest count and your budget. You know, without those um, items, really, what venue would you be choosing out in the mountains? Right. And that's, and that's you know, the venue is the one that's going to determine what your date is um because if you know that's that's the first thing you're going to book is your venue um and then that way you have a solid date so that you can tell all your other vendors what your wedding date is i know so try not to fall in love with a date but i you know i understand that sometimes dates are so near and dear to your heart but you know the venue does provide those dates as well and, you know, when you're taking a look at searching for venues, and if you have the luxury of being a year to nine months out, you'll definitely have more of a selection. Yeah. And majority of the weddings, what? They, they're usually on Saturdays, but I've seen some some trends going to midweek. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've got uh, quite a few that because they either wanted a certain date, um, you know, they're, they're doing the Wednesday, Thursday uh, wedding dates, but it was also, and I don't know how it is where you are, but, um, you know, there are still venues that give a discount for weekdays. Yes. But yeah. So that's something to look at. Um, not all venues are doing that anymore. Some venues are, are because it's becoming very trendy and, you know, they're, they're kind of picking up on that. So they're, they're not giving that discount. Um, but I would yeah. definitely, when you're, yeah, I would definitely look at, um, you know, at least ask them if, you know, if I move my wedding to a Thursday or a Tuesday is, you know, is there a discount? So. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, when I take a look at, you know, the couples, what it, Theme also, you know, if you're looking for like a barn style or if you're looking yeah. for more yeah. more elegant, um, those are some criteria as well. If it's outdoors, it's indoors, or you're doing both. Um, that is another piece of it. So really, I don't know, I'm driving it towards more of a theme. You know, if you have yeah. a certain yeah. 
theme that you're looking for? You know, we had a um, we had a couple that. You know, it, the wedding's in Montana. That's where they want their wedding in Montana. But they don't want rustic. They don't want country. And yeah. it's it's very difficult. You know, if you want Southern California beach wedding, it's going to be a little harder to do that in Montana. Uh, so you have to really keep your expectations. Now, we're getting... Uh, we're getting more of a variety than we used to. Um, there's some areas that have a more modern flair to them so that they're not, you know, your typical barn, um, yes. barn wedding, but they're hard to find and they're going to be more expensive. You know, there's, there's the hotel yeah. weddings, but you know, I'm, I'm, I'm talking to people and they're like, they don't want, they don't want the rustic, but then they don't want, your typical ballroom wedding because you're coming to Montana, you know, or out West and you want these mountains. So, you know, I've sometimes the requests are very unrealistic because I want modern, I want, you know, this contemporary art deco wedding, but I want the big mountains in the background. And I know off uh, um, before we started, you were talking about a couple that you had that they just basically, they just wanted those mountains in the background, you know? So, you know, there are, if that's what you're really looking for is that, that picture, you know, you can do that, but. Absolutely. I mean, you can take your photographer anywhere, you know, we provide with a golf cart for instance yeah, and get that backdrop and still have an indoor wedding or um, matter of fact, I've had some mountain weddings that um, display a big tent mm-hmm. and you can make that tent as elegant as I you was just want. Gonna, I was going to say, uh, that's one of the things I've had weddings at, you know, golf courses where we've got the tent with the liners and, yeah. you know, it looks gorgeous and it doesn't look rustic. Um, I had a, a couple that came up from Vegas and, you know, they, they did the farm tables and they wanted to put linens on the farm tables because they didn't want that much wood because they weren't looking for a rustic anything. But once the florist and I finished with the table, she was like, Oh, okay. Well, that's okay. That's fine. You know, it's, it's, uh, you can make something, you can transform anything, especially with a tent. Now, if it's in a barn, it's a little harder, but you can still transform. I mean, we've done draping and, and all kinds of things. It's crazy that you can actually turn a barn into something super elegant, but yeah, you know, there's behind it, of course. And, you know, you've got those lifts and things, and we've Mm -hmm. talked about that in the other episodes. Yeah. The other thing is what kind of vibe are you getting when you, when you visit a venue, you know? So if it's really speaking to you, it might be a change. I mean, some couples that I've run into said, okay, I want a barn wedding. And they turned out they wanted to have it in a winery. Yeah. Or they actually wanted to have a beach. They go, nope, no mountains for us. (laughs) How about, but then there's the lake. I mean, there's all these places and, you know, and you can, you can do something, um, you know, by a lake and create things, you know, you just have to kind of think outside the box of of what you, what you really are looking for and what kind of vibe you want. You know, that brings me to a couple that did want it by the lake. 
They mm-hmm. wanted elegance as, as well. Mm-hmm. So they wanted to dip their toes in the sand, which they did provide at that area. But then we went into the tent. We did the up lighting and the, oh my gosh, crystal chandeliers, yep. tall florals and so forth. Transformed as soon as you went outside, you're back on the beach and yep. at the lake. And so they had, you know, people were staying in the cabins, but they still had that elegant, you know, black tie uh, right. atmosphere out in the woods, so to speak. Yeah. And it's amazing what uplighting can do. Uh, we had a uh, an event. It was at a private residence and it was kind of on the lake, but not really. It was kind of like the canal of the lake. Uh, and the tent that they used was a little bit different. I mean, you've got, you know, your sailcloths, you've got different types of peaks. I mean, mm-hmm. there's, there's so many different kinds of tents that it's not always yes. that, you know, basic wedding tent, you, you know, uh, this right. one, the peaks were really, really high. There were two, and I can't remember the name of it, but it was, it was, it was an actual square tent. And, you know, with the uplighting, it was very, you know, we had the neon and the feathers and and it was just very not rustic. It was very not um, country. But then when you went out, you were on a ranch. So, you know, so it's, yeah. Yeah. So the peaks, when when you describe that, it almost reminds me of a circus yes. style tent. Yep. And if you didn't have the uplighting, because there, there's, it's almost impossible to get to those peaks yes. to drape anything over mm-hmm. and can't handle uh, a lot of weight. So they do have the wires across that so you could, you know, decorate and so forth, but the uplighting, oh my gosh, transformation and then some. Yeah. And a lot of, you know, around here, we don't have, at least we don't have like a lighting company. That yes. that's all they do. Most of the time, yeah. it's the DJs uh, or the rental companies. You know, we can rent up, we can rent lights to do the uplighting, yeah. but it's most of the time for us, it's it's the DJs that that kind of do yeah, that. That provide it. Yeah, yeah. it's really really yeah. cool. And the other thing is bathrooms. <laughs> that is a big deal for some of us, you know, and, yeah. uh, you know, yeah. you're, you're wanting something out in the mountains. You're going to have to kind of think about that, that and parking. You they know, have, but the porta potty thing, I mean, they've really come a long way because we've got, yes. you know, you've got your standard construction site porta potties, but then you've got, I mean, we've had these, these like really elegant trailers that, yeah you know, have brown, brown lighting. Yes. Six stalls. And, you know, there's a Better there's than my bathroom. <laughs> like four sinks and it's just, it's amazing. That's, um, that's very cool. But, you know, you also have to think generators because, Oh yeah. You know, Absolutely. and that's why, and all of this is why it's, in, you know, it's important to, to really know how many people you're going to have because like with, with the porta potties, you know, if you have, 150 people, you know, you have to get a certain amount of porta potties and it's yeah. going to last for, you know, because they do have running. I mean, some of these have running water in them. There's a big water tank and you have to know how many people for how many hours or else you will run out of water, you know, and then you won't be able to flush anything and then you can't wash your hands. And then, I mean, it's just, it then shuts the whole operation down. Them. Yes. I've, yeah. I've, I've played porta potty fix fixer before. Oh gosh, yes. Yeah. Oh my goodness. 
but you know so i i guess most of the things you know if you're gonna if you're gonna get married out here just know that um you know there are options not like it used to be just you know your your rustic venues your lodges you know things are gonna it's it's a it's the mountains so you're gonna have that mountain feel so yeah but like i said you know there are there are some um like around here in the bozeman area um and even up north a little bit they're they're starting to get a little more contemporary with their designs so that they can appeal to more people but we've got you know um the museum you know we've got the daily mansion with just this big huge victorian you know estate so there's always those too yeah i mean you know for the wyoming area um a lot of ranches have been opening up their Mm -hmm. um, locations so you know definitely having that oh gosh wild west feel right and still having the elegant wedding and still having your pictures with the beautiful backdrop of the mountains and so forth so you can get all the different flavors i mean it it requires a little bit of planning and um, you know, that's what our jobs are. You know, we help orchestrate everything from ground zero. So that's, that's one of our passions. And um, you know, we're here to help indoor, outdoor. If you had the budget, I mean, we try, we really do. Uh, You know, a lot of people, they have these, these fabulous over the top ideas, but you know, they only have, a certain budget and, and sometimes we can make it happen, but you know, the reality is if you're completely transforming a space, know that, you know, it, it's going to cost. And one of the trends that's going on up here is, you know, less is more. And if you can find a venue that fits what you're looking for, you're not going to have to spend as much money on the decor and the transformation. Um, you know, we've got a, a venue up here in Alberton that is very much like that. Um, I'm going to go ahead and do the plug for White Raven because, you know, um, but when you go visit this place, it's it, it's it's more contemporary. It's not rustic. It's not, you know, it still has a mountain air to it, but it's more of a modern mountain air. And you don't really need to do a lot to the space because it's already there. Uh, So, you know, use the scenery behind you, you know, if, if you can, if you're looking to save some money, but if you want to just, if you don't have a real budget and you just want to go transform a space, we can make that happen. I can't hear you. Oh, there you are. Okay. Sorry. There I am. I know microphone went in and out. Um, Do have a resort out here that is, has that same flavor. You know, you, you, it's on the Alta uh, Wyoming side and uh, Grand Targhee shout out for them. They provide an amazing backdrop. You know, when, um, when you take a look at, the other side of the Tetons and so forth, you know, and then um, the couple even said they're from North Carolina. They really don't want to do a lot of decor. They yeah. said, you know what, the whole resort already lends to that. And and it's exciting because for me, you know, I'm still learning all the different um, venues out here that what they provide and so forth, but you can go from very grand to very huh? simple, simple. And yeah. I love this couple because we're going very simple because there's so much, 
already out in the in the outdoors there. Yeah. Now we've got um there's some other venues. I mean, obviously there's the church weddings and then, you know, we've, we have some historic buildings where I've done, you know, the ceremony at the church. And then, uh, we've gone over to, you know, a museum or, you know, you can, I guess you can split it up. So if you want your ceremony to be one style and your reception to be another, um, I had one wedding, it was in three locations because they wanted three different feels, you know, we had the church wedding, then we had cocktail hour at like, um, a club, like, like a, oh, not a bar, but like a lounge kind of. Oh, fun. Yeah. And then, then we had the reception, uh, kind of more outdoorsy. So that was, it was interesting. I mean, there's a lot of logistics that go through that and it's, you know, if you have 500 people at your wedding, it might not be the greatest oh idea, but uh, I think we had, I mean, it was under a hundred, so it wasn't, um, it wasn't too terrible, but well, it didn't, I, yeah, go ahead. Oh, but we had, you know, but if you're looking for, you know, the rustic, you know, kind of what we're known for out here, the, the wild West kind of things, you know, there's a plethora of, of options. And, you know, when you're looking at prices for venues, see what they offer. Um, another plug rugged horizon. And um, they've, I mean, it's, it's a great little space. Um, what's the other one that I go to a lot? Uh, silver, silver knot. And um Oh gosh, she's gonna she's gonna yell at me if she hears this. My mind went blank. But they have, um, you know, they have this this inventory of decor that you, you know, so you don't have to go rent stuff. You know, people leave things, especially uh, when you're coming in from out of town. You know, you buy all this stuff and you don't want to take it back or you can't take it back or you don't want to. And you just you they just leave it there. So she goes and I see I'm going to I'm going to I have to because I feel bad that I can't think. Of, I know. Another plug. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Like I, should be, thinking, I should write I, this yeah. stuff down before we do this or something. I tell you, but you know, it, it's similar to the Grand Targhee as well. And then we have the museum out in Jackson Hole that uh, provides all, you know, just everything. And when you, when you really look at a venue, just see what they offer. You know, it, it really makes a difference that you're not renting your tables and chairs and linens and so forth. If that's part of the venue, that's such a cost savings for you. Okay. All right. So Kurt and Tracy Johnson want to give a shout out to them. They do own the Silver Knot. And it's, it's Yay, Silver like, Knot. you know, it's not like I've, I've not done any weddings out there. Um, you would think for being midweek, I'd be a little sharper, you know? Um, That's okay. It is. A, it's, 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 yeah. It's a, but you it's know a, a what? tough it's, day. It's, it's that, um, well, I had an I had an event the other day, so I'm I'm kind of I'm a little fried. Well, you know, it is really for <laughs> for us planners. We are in the mix of the planning season right now. Yes. All of our couples are reaching out to us. You know, matter of fact, I have my first wedding in the first part of May and I don't end till the end of October. So, yes, running and running and running and, um, you know, taking a breather to. 
host this podcast is is a blessing. So I'm happy for that. Yeah, I I don't know. I um I think that's what people don't understand. Like we I, I, we gotta get back to venues. I know we go off on these things about like I know. what's going sorry. on with I'm us. Maybe we we do have a thing just that's gonna be all about planners. So we can <laughs> Yes, I can do all my 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 complaining and and um, what the part is I'm going to be really adamant. Irish Ranch guest count. Oh, there you go, guest count. (laughs) Sky Ridge Ranch. Ranch. What was it called? Sky Ridge. It's in Ronan. Yes. Oh, and beautiful. if you go, so on my Pinterest, it's the one that's, um, the last one I did there was, it's the one that's all like the rust and orange and, and the really vibrant oh. colors. It was September. It was gorgeous. And they have, so Sky Ridge and Silver Knot are like right next to each other. You can, you can walk between them, but, um, it's, it's just amazing what they have you know they've got the kitchen and i guess that's one of the things that you know when you're looking at venues you know what do they have um there's look at the size of the kitchen look at the ready rooms you know the bridal the bridal rooms the groom's room um absolutely uh just the logistics of kind of like how it's laid out because some of them are spread all over the place and those are the ones that, you know, we we have to have walkie-talkies. We have to do that in order to communicate with each other. But then there's the other ones that are just very, um, it's spread out, but not crazy spread out. It's very convenient. So, but some of those, but up there, um, the Rugged Horizons, the Sky Ridge Ranch, Silver Knot, they have, oh, Silver Knot has this big waterfall. It's gorgeous. Oh. So if you want a waterfall and that one is a little more contemporary compared to um, Sky Ridge because it's, it's, uh, it's more rustic, but it's just the way that it's laid out and, and everything. It's, it's kind of one of my favorite venues. Um, You know, yes, I do have my favorite venues as we all do. Um, And then we've got the ones that we don't, you know, we'll do weddings there, but they're not, they're not the favorite, but, you know, well, well, and going back to, and just so that I I always forget to give you the head count, um, Grand Targi can have, have up to about 200 guests. Yeah. So that gives you an idea that you can, you can have a quite a large group there. Yeah. And the part is staying there. You get to stay there. Well, and that's, that's another thing because a big, you know, I know in the day, like back in the day, we'd have to rent you know, we'd have to do the hotel blocks and, and wherever you picked a location, you would have to have hotels nearby. Um, But there's a lot of place now. Some venues have lodging on site that, you know, you can, depending on the package, they'll either include it or, you know, you can do it separately, but then there's a lot of them that, you can bring RVs and you can camp and, you know, yeah. depending on what kind of feel that you want, but with, you know, with the, the RB and air, with the RBNBs, the Airbnbs and VRBOs and, you know, all the other rental stuff, it, it's, it makes it a little bit easier. Um, 
you know, we'll go into a transportation thing in a couple episodes, but, you know, you have to, wherever you pick a location for your venue, you know, you have to think about the proximity of services and, you know, people are going to stay there. So restaurants and transportation and car rentals right now are astronomically crazy. Uh, So that's the the reality of the world that we live in. I was on, I was on Facebook, go figure. And somebody was asking why everything's so expensive. Ah. (laughs) I can't understand why everything's so expensive right now. Now, well, well, that goes hand in hand. We'll get more into, we'll get more into that one in the next episode. Next week, we'll talk about that one. I know. With food costs. I know. There are ways to, you know, cut costs and so forth. And, you know, Venue shopping should be a lot of fun. And, it should be. You know, if you, you, and if you have, yeah, if you have the budget and your guest count, those are the two things you really need. Well, and you need to go, I mean, you need to visit them. I've got, mm-hmm. uh, I've got a, a couple that's having a wedding at, at, uh, it used to be the Barnum Mullen. It's now the ranch club. And uh, it's not as big as it looks on you know, I mean, it, it says it holds 130 people. Well, if you have to take in consideration, that's a certain setup in the room. Now you have to consider if you're having a band, you know, there's band set up. If correct. you're having a DJ, you know, they, they need a little bit less room, but then you have to put a dance floor in there if that's the type of wedding you're going to have. So, I mean, if it's cocktail kind of wedding, then yeah, you can do 130 people, but realistically, I mean, um, I think there's 60 to 70 people that you know, we have to fit everybody inside because it's in October and we don't know if it's going to snow. So we can't put outside seating. Um, we have to prepare for that and we're having a hard time fitting. And then, you know, the band wants their own table and. Yeah, I know for, for instance, I, you know, um, I'm looking at the Jackson hole and golf course area as well. They state that they hold, um, you know, they can have up to 200 guests. However, if you're planning to use their terrace and whatever, they can only handle 55. So, you know, you really need to take a look at, you know, I love guests. I really do. And I, and I, I know there'll be another episode, but that is where your cost savings happens. And then you can get the, the, the most out of your venue. I really, well, really need you to think about that. Well, it comes down to, you know, and I, I, you, you, I'm sure do the same thing, but you know, you prioritize when you, when you first talk to, I know when I first talked to a couple, it's what is the most important aspect of your wedding? You know, and sometimes it's location is everything. The venue is everything. Uh, you know, it's the aesthetic. It's it's when people walk in, I want them to feel a certain way. Others, yeah. it's the food. You know, I don't care where it is. I just want amazing food or I just want to dance and have a party. And that's all. I get the party a lot. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah we, I get the party a lot. But that's all going to be in, you know, you have to take that all into consideration. And if you, you know, if you don't really necessarily, um if you are more concerned about where the, where you're having the wedding and your surroundings, then you might want to cut costs in other areas, which most of the time means you're going to cut your guest count so that you can save money. Um, Because your, your biggest expenses are (laughs) 
catering. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it can be the venue, but your reception is, is what, what's the statistic? It's like 50 to 75% of your, your budget is yeah. the reception. Yes. So, um, and we have, we have another episode about photographers. So, you know, yeah, they're pretty uh, important. Yeah. Oh, yeah. well, you know, and that's one thing. Yeah. We'll talk about that in, in that episode, but um, when you are looking for venues, you know, yes, you really need to, you need to ask the right questions because they're not going to just automatically know what you, you want. They're not going to know what you're looking for. Um, a lot of venues are really good about it. Um, you know, there's, uh, there's a venue down the bitter root, um, little Smith Creek ranch. And they, they, uh, you know, it's a blank slate. Uh, they've got a, they've got a house, on there that you can, you know, that you can stay in and they have their, I think they're going to be doing um, yurts and stuff on the property, but you can camp there and all that stuff. And they have a big tent. So, you know, when people go there and they look at me and they're just like, well, there's nothing here. And I'm like, that's the point. You can create and make it whatever you want. And there's, and there's so much land that, you know, you can pick where you want the ceremony and, you know, you're not limited to just one spot. And that way, like all your pictures look like everybody else's, you know, we, we don't have that, but it's, it, it is very important to ask uh, ask all those right questions, which as soon as I find the document, I'm going to show you. I'm so prepared. Know, about, about oh my adding gosh. Notes, you know, um, so, you know, one of the things is when, when you are looking at a venue, so who's going to go with you? So th- this is another key question. The most important, of course, is is you, the couple, um, you know, and making sure that you're not bringing a group of people for your venue because you're going to get a lot of opinions and you really need to be able to just soak in this particular venues or the venues you're seeking without the added, I guess, opinions, you know, um, yeah. so less is yeah. more. You know, if you do, especially for those couples that, you know, someone else is funding your, your, Yes. Celebration. Definitely there. Um, welcome to come, but keep it down to your whole bridal party doesn't need to, to show up with you and so forth. So have fun doing that. <laughs> you know, go, go <laughs> Don't bring 25 people. Okay. Yeah. So let's, let's see what we have here. Um, questions to ask when you go visit. I'm slowly getting to it. That's I've okay. Got, I've got, so, I've got, wait, I've got, I've got deposit, you know, one of the key things and is it the refundable? Um, you know, that's kind of that thing too, but definitely about the space. Yes. So what packages or time slots are available? What's the maximum capacity of the site? And talk to them about, you know, most venues will ask you, they, they know. I mean, if they say, is it going to be a sit down dinner? Are you going to have dancing? Are you going to have a bar? Are you going to have, you know, just make sure that you know what you're getting into as far as, you know, how much space, because, you know, there's all these little things that you don't think of the welcome table, the, the gift table, the cake table, the, you know, if you're having a band or a DJ or both, you know, are you having and a I, day? I get the deer light, the headlight and the deer light look. What's the term? Okay. In regards deer to and headlights. 
there you go. <laughs> I'll learn the terminology, but I'll get that look for my couples and they'll go, I don't know. What's a buffet? What's this? What's that? Right. Because so, the buffet you know, and depending on how many people you have is going to determine how big your buffet is, you know, along with how many items you're going to have. But I mean, you know, and we'll talk more about buffets next week, but you know, that's going to determine how much space is being taken up. So what other, what other good questions do we have for, for things? Um, so well, what know, type of deposit is required and what is the schedule yeah. of payments? Uh, will you reserve the wedding date until we finish, you know, looking at uh, reception sites or sites because sometimes they won't, you know, it's like, no, we've got four people yeah. looking at this date, you know, so that's kind of a, a indicator. Um, will there be sufficient time for decorating cleanup? Oh, <laughs> Lovely question. <laughs> Love that question. Our favorite venues are the ones that we can come in on Friday and get some stuff done. And then we can finish cleaning up on Sunday because trying to get in at nine o'clock in the morning, getting everything done, you know, by wedding time uh, and then cleaning everything up because we have to be out of there by midnight it's hard. And that what's going to happen is it's going to cost you more money in the long run because then you're going to have more staff. And I understand. And everybody's thinking, yeah, but I have friends that are going to help me. No, you don't. Oh yeah. <laughs> Let me tell you right now. You don't. Um, because all those friends that say, oh, we'll help you clean up or we'll help you set up or whatever. Everybody is shit faced. Pardon the French <laughs> by 10 o'clock. <laughs> And, and oh, when they're trying to quote unquote help, they're not, they're making twice as much work for everyone and it takes longer and they forget. So if you really want things done, you're going to end up having to hire staff to do that. I'm just, I'm just going to throw that out there. I know people are going to hate me after this, you know, they're going to find out how opinionated I am about things and they're going to like, really, um, okay. you know, don't hold back. Yeah. <laughs> Do we need to obtain a permit for anything? Again, I know we talked about the permit thing um, a couple of weeks ago with um, uh, the state parks and stuff or the national parks. But, you know, there's also, yeah, depending on where you're having it, you know, you might have to, to do things. Uh, do you provide catering or can we choose our own caterer? Oh, there's a huge one. Because some venues, they have in-house catering only. And those, you know, hotels are, are big on that. You cannot bring outside catering in. Um, there's a venue that, you know, they have their own catering staff. And you just, it's not happening. You have to use their food. So if you have a caterer that you love and you want to use, but you really want this venue, you're going to have to choose. Because they don't make exceptions. Um do you have a preferred caterer list? A lot of venues have preferred vendors lists. I have a love-hate relationship with preferred vendor lists because some most of the time it's, you know, vendors that they've worked with before and they trust and they know, you know, because that vendor is going to follow the rules. Um, others, it's just because they're buddies and they're friends and, and yeah. They just, there's, there's a lot of that going on. Um, what's the alcohol policy or rules? Some places, 
yeah. Some places, you know, you have to have, they have on-site, uh, they have their own bar service. So you have to use their bar service. Uh, we get a lot of people who they want to do their own. They want to serve their own stuff. And, you know, there are rules, you know, here you can give away alcohol, but you still need somebody that's being responsible. Um, you know, you don't want people to just serve themselves. That's really great at four o'clock, but again, by 10 o'clock, no, because then there's ski shots and, you know, it gets, it gets pretty crazy. Uh, when is the final guest count due? Most places it's two weeks. It's two weeks to a month. Um, is the venue handicapped accessible? So, you know, if you have, that's a big thing to consider. If you're going to have a wedding in a field with a tent and you have guests who are, you know, in wheelchairs or have walkers or, you know, have trouble getting around, that's something you might want to consider. Um, we've, and in the past, we've done things where we've had uh, golf carts or, you know, some kind of transportation that we can, we can drive um, certain, you know, we can drive those people to the site and back so that they, they can enjoy everything. Um, are there any columns or obstructions in the room that will block guest views? Oh, I love that one. <laughs> Yeah, because depending on, you know, where you put your head table and then if there's, you know, a lot of these barns, they have beams, you know, so yeah. when you're doing layouts, you know, you're like, oh, well, I can fit 20 tables in here. Well, no, you can't. You can only fit 18 because you've got beams in the way and it just doesn't work. Um, so I, you know, always ask for like a layout if they have, um, you know, a, a layout of their of the the room yeah that would be perfect because tents are the same way you know yes oh yeah those, you've got those because there's the pole oh, tents God. and then there's the frame tents so you know yeah. depending on um is there a changing room or bridal suite available because not all of them do and you want to know how big that that bridal suite or changing room is uh, some places they're like, oh yes, we've got this great, you know, room that, you know, we've got two separate rooms that, you know, each side can get ready in, but you can only fit literally two people in it. And, you know, if you're going to have a, a wedding party, that's, you know, you've got six to 10 on each side, you know, consider that then there's, you know, the mothers and the aunts and everybody else who wants to come in and, and participate in getting everybody ready. So, um, Let's see. Can we view the site when another wedding is being set up? That's a really good one. I uh -huh. have I have conflicting feelings about this. And here's why. I actually had a mother of the bride who wanted to go do this. And, uh, you know, I get it. But at the same time, do you want some stranger poking around at your wedding? You know, so some people don't care, but some people do, you know, um, yeah. I actually had, I was setting up for a wedding one time and there was a bride who she was going to have her wedding there, um, the next year. And she just sat there and she made all these comments about the decor and how hideous it was and how it wasn't her style. And I'm like, well, I'm glad because it's not your wedding. So you don't have to like it. I mean, I, you know, 
this is what I mean, this was the bride's dream wedding. And, you know, we don't nobody has to like it, but but the couple. I mean, that's Absolutely. all that matters. So mm-hmm. we'll get into that one, too. I know we've got so many things to talk about. Um, how many other events might be happening on the same day? So, um, you know, there's a lot of, uh, a lot of venues that they, they book, you know, there's a wedding Friday, there's a wedding Saturday, there's a wedding Sunday, which is all going to play a part in how much time you have to set up and tear down. Um, it's going to let you know how long you, you have to, to have your ceremony and how long your, your reception is going to be. Um, but there's also that if it's stuff on the same day, there are venues that do that, that on one side of the property, there's one wedding, you know, and yes. are you going to, you know, are people going to intermingle? Is it, you know, one it, big it's, party. it's just one big party. Um, are there sufficient restrooms for the guest count? You know, that's um, most places have you know, the restrooms based on what their maximum capacity is, but there's some that don't, um, you know, we've yeah, got restrooms are a big topic. For it me, is. It's you know, huge in regards to keeping it clean and keeping it supplied, all those kind of right. things as well. Right. Yeah. Now we've got like the daily mansion down here and they have uh, bathroom facilities near the tent, but you know, sometimes we have to haul in, we have to bring porta potties just because we don't want people to have to wait and then things run out and, you know, then people get to play. I know. Bathroom attendant. Um, are there rules and limitations for music? <laughs> yes, most of the time. Um, and it didn't, you know, a couple of years ago, we didn't have that. It was more, you know, just, hey, whenever, just end. But more and more venues have that, you know, there's a, a noise ordinance that ends like around here, it's 1030 or 10 o'clock or 1030, depending if you're in city limits or not. But, you yeah. know, you have to, even if you're, you have a tent wedding in the middle of the field, you have to take in consideration neighbors, you know, even if their neighbors are half a mile away, you know, it, it's just being respectful. What, let's see, do you provide any music or sound system? Again, that's going to take into consideration. Um, you know, most people have a, a DJ or band, but if you're limited on your funding and, and, you know, you can only afford a DJ for five hours, then them having a, a sound system, you know, that's helpful for cocktail music or something, you know, uh, during cocktail hour or music during dinner that you can just kind of play over. Um, so yeah, there's that. Yeah. And so one thing that we both forgot is, is the venue pet friendly in the event that you may have your ring bearer as either your pet? Yeah. You're going to have llama. Yeah. Because I, there are some venues that they used to be pet friendly, but then there's an incident where a dog took off after a deer and bad things happened and now they don't allow that. So yeah, definitely check the dog friendliness. Um, a lot of them will do, they, they have absolutely no problem having pets there, but it might be for a limited time, you know, it just, it just depends yes, on the venue. Just for the ceremony piece of it. Uh, what, what type of electricity and power are available? You know, again, 
make sure that if you have, because this comes down to, I had a wedding where the site was set up that if we had LED lights around the tent, it was very different because LED lights don't pull as much power as the regular, what are the, the iridescent, whatever lights. And the client was adamant about not having LED lights. Well, every time we plug things in, it would blow the fuse. And then they got mad because the DJ, you know, it was just, you just have to make sure you have adequate power for everything that you want going on. Um, and always make sure that your, your DJ or band has their own dedicated thing or else, yeah. or else you won't have music. Not that I know anything about that. Um, yes, if, the band does, they, they do draw a bit. They always tell me, what is it? Amps or wattage? I forget which one yeah. it is, but you know, it's one of those. And I, Hurry and run to Home Depot and rent the biggest generator I can find. Yep. Um, if the venue's outside, is there a backup location available in case of inclement weather? Which plan B? Plan B. Uh, you know, and you might even need a plan C just in case. Yeah. Is there an on-site coordinator who will be present that day? So if you, you know, even if you have a planner, um, you know, there's. That goes to the we're and we're going to have a whole thing on the difference between an on-site coordinator, a day of coordinator, a planner, and a designer. I mean, some of us are all of the above, but there are, you know, just because you have an on-site coordinator doesn't necessarily mean that you don't need to have a planner. On-site coordinators will only deal with things with the venue. So if you need some something else, they're not going to, most likely they're not going to help. There are a few that, that are very nice and, and will, but um, we work a lot with the on-site coordinators, which makes it super easy because when power goes out or, or whatever, we know exactly who to go to. Um, we love them. We do love, we love them. them. If the venue is outside, is there a backup location? Uh, oh yeah, I did that one. Um, is any security required? So Good yes. Don't get me on that that story from conference. I know. I so know. I'm going to tell the story. <laughs> okay, go. I'm, I'm going to. Um, you know, I'm not going to go into it as deep because it was it was pretty emotionally. Um, oh, I'll tell the story when we do planners. If there had been security there, bad things would not have happened. So we'll just leave it at that. Yeah. Um, is there you know, enough there in on that day? <laughs> yeah, that we could do a whole episode on just that story. Um, is there enough parking for all the guests? Is the parking free? That's huge because, you know, you need to know, are you going to have to pay for, for all that? And around yes. here, it's not, there are some places downtown that, you know, usually you don't have to pay after a certain time. Um, but you know, we, we sometimes just have everybody park at one spot and then bust them in or shuttle them yeah. in. I, we don't have the paid parking issue only out in the Coeur d'Alene area. We would have that. Um, but, you know, you you hit on a transportation piece as well. So keep those things in mind. Yeah. How far is the yeah. venue from where they're parking? Yeah. Um, is the venue easily accessible by limos and shuttle buses? Because if you do have a group that you're going to be using buses or shuttles to go to the venue, you know, not all venues 
um, have adequate space for the buses. And there are buses that if the road, if it's dirt road, they won't go down it. I mean, if you've got a charter bus, they're not going to go down those roads. Miles down that dirt road, they'd be walking. Yep, exactly. <laughs> um, and we'll go into more about that in the transportation. <laughs> yeah, I know. In the back um, of the- do you allow rose petals, confetti, and candles? Oh, good one. Mm, yeah, because you know, confetti, depending on what kind of confetti, and, and like usually if it's biodegradable, um, yes. it's not oh, too bad. Goodness. Candles, it depends on the season because if it's you know if it's high fire season, that's usually not going to fly. Um, and rose petals, it's just. They can, you know, somebody's got to pick all those up because some venues they're like, you've, you know, they've got a wedding the next day. So you got to pick those up. Um, I know. I actually, uh, I tasked that to the kids. Here's some baskets. Go pick up. Nice. I got to start doing that because I'm like on the ground picking up petals. Uh, Do you provide tables, chairs, and linens? If so, what style and sizes are available? So that's, that's a big one. Um, oh, big one. You know, when you're, because when you're looking at prices of, of venues, you know, it's that, what does it include? I mean, you know, we talked about uh, some of the venues that have all this decor items that are, that are left over. Um, but, you know, if they have tables, that's going to, what tables here are anywhere from seven to $20 a table, depending. And chairs are the same way. Chairs are, you know, $2 to Fifteen dollars. Yeah. You know the what is it called? The vineyard backing. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Chairs expensive. The shavari, shavari, shavari. There we go. Shavari. <laughs> I say that ten times. <laughs> uh, let's see. Do you provide china glassware and flatware? Again. Ooh, yeah. You know um, there are venues, and I'm going to say Skyridge and um, Silver Knot. They provide. They have all the the mix matched china, and they have like not mix matched china, but they have glasses and they have flatware and they have all that stuff. So, which is included in the price. So that's that kind of stuff where, you know, they charge a certain amount, and you might go, "Oh my gosh, that's really expensive," but you're not having to rent chairs, tables, um, you know, decor, anything. So it's a heck of a deal. And, they, and their kitchen has a um, a washing thing. Anyway, um, I know. Yes. And are there rules or fees if we that we have not discussed? Because there's always fine print. Always. Yes, there's, there's always fine print, you know, and a huge damage waiver, all those types mm-hmm. of things. But yeah, and, and get a con- always get a contract. I, I don't I don't care if they say, you know what, we're good. No, always get a contract. Read through the contract. If you have questions, my goodness, please, you know, ask questions because um, you don't want to be surprised when something happens and then all of a sudden you don't get a deposit back or you're charged for something that you had no idea. So, so another part of a venue is um, accessibility. You know, maybe you have grandparents that are in a wheelchair or so forth. You might want to take a peek at how that um, is handled. And if they mm-hmm. have that accessibility is important, if it's important to you. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. All right. I think we've. Oh, I have to add something. Yeah. So we've had, we've had um, Earth Day go by and, and, but I'm always very passionate about recycling. So 
check to see if they have recycling. Oh my yes. gosh. It just, it makes my heart break when I see bottles and cans just thrown in the trash. You know, and I've, I've done things where, um, I have, like I bring bins. So all the glass goes here, all the plastic goes here, you know, all the compostable stuff goes here and we're starting to, you know, there's a couple of caterers that I work with that are, are really, uh, really good about that. So, That's but we'll talk about that next week. Okay. <laughs> Well, I think we've exhausted this. Uh, I think so. Um, if you have any questions whatsoever, always feel free to email us at hello at mountainweddingtalk.com. Um, you can always leave, uh, if you go to our website, uh, www. I know I'm not supposed to say that, but I'm old. Um, mountainweddingtalk.com. You can leave comments. Uh, if you have questions for anything and um with that we will see you oh happy may 4th may the 4th be with you because i'm a nerd may the 4th yes maybe we, we passed up may day may day <laughs> may day <laughs> all right oh my gosh. uh next week what are we talking about next week next oh week we are going to talk about booking your photographer videographer from the type of pictures style and everything else you need to know for your wedding day oh my gosh that'll be fun all right um and i do want to do a shout out to our 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 um intro and outro person um beth um i i sure where does what is her thing it's um i found her on fiverr she's amazing i love her and she used to she used to be kind of in the industry she did some catering and stuff so it was like it was totally perfect but um her name is beth and it's bd underscore underscore vo um she's absolutely amazing so if you need any kind of voiceover work look her up um so thank you beth we love you. Thank you, Beth. We love you. All right. Patricia, until next week. Absolutely, folks. It has been a pleasure. See you all. Right. We need that. We need some kind of like catchy going out thing. Um, I know, I know. I know. Two all crazy right. planners, you know? Two case <laughs> two crazy planners. All right. I'll see you next week. Okay. You've been listening to Mountain Wedding Talk, your weekly go-to for inspiration and education for your beautiful Rocky Mountain wedding with your hosts, Patricia and Erica. If you'd like more information, please visit our website at mountainweddingtalk.com. Thanks for listening.